Everything just feels like casual Friday. Put my feet up. Casual Friday on a Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Monday. Everyone's wearing sweatpants and... You don't know when they washed those sweatpants the last time. Any piece of clothing, hang on, <clears throat> that has the word sweat in it should be washed regularly. <laughs> Everyone looking like they comb their hair with a chicken bone. No one's showing up anywhere on time. Someone we work with is actually crushing beers in the staff room and then throwing them. Who is that? You think you'd be a little discreet. If you're slamming beers at work, mm-hmm. throw them in a garbage that's not... The main staff garbage. Yeah. Like, well, you look in there and then you see all these crushed beer cans and you're like, okay. In their defense, though, they are throwing them in the recycling bin and not in the trash or the paper bin. Yes, that is very <clears throat> planet friendly of them. Because I noticed the other day when I threw my everyday, I throw my little, I rinse them out first and then I recycle because I love Earth. And I throw my little yogurt containers in the recycling bin and I looked in and I'm like, huh. Perhaps blue ribbon, huh? <laughs> a little PBR at work. Do we do we have that in the vending machine? I wish. We need to do a solves Bryce solves a mystery. We need to find out who is crushing beers at work. That is interesting. I know it's not me. No, that'd be too sleepy. Oh yeah, I couldn't do it either. It would put me to sleep. I do like the idea of putting them in the vending machine, though. Good idea. Why not? There's nobody coming here every day. It's just you and me. Why don't we put beer in the vending machine? <laughs> Oh my God, were we recording that? I'm sorry, what? A lawn chair is a good town chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old lawn chair. Hey, I'm Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly. Right over there, we are the Lawn Chair Prophets. Um, in this day and age, there's really not much going on in the world. Nobody has an interesting story. I mean, you and I were comparing notes from the weekend, and your weekend was slightly more exciting than mine, only because I only used a step ladder, you used an extension ladder. You went onto the roof of your house, yeah. whereas I stood on an extension or a step ladder and took my Christmas lights down. I don't care what anyone says. Once you're standing on the roof of a house, you're basically the king of the world. You are. So basically, that's how you ended up winning who had a more exciting weekend. You stood on the roof of your house. I did not. Yeah. I cleaned out some gutters, took the Christmas lights down. It was a thrill. I painted the trim on my shed. Yeah. You know what's weird is I found a dog leash in the gutter of my house. You know what I sense happened there? Somebody hated their dog so much. Hear me out on this. This might sound a little cruel. They got so angry with their dog. Uh Uh-huh. What's that sport at the Olympics where they spin around in a circle? Oh, hammer throw. (laughs) Hammer throw. They hammer through their dog (laughs) onto the roof of your house where he died of starvation and his leash was the last thing that remained, and it just sort of fell into the gutter of your house. Yeah, the birds probably got the bones of them, <clears throat> so those are long gone. Yeah. But I found this old, sad-looking leash in the gutter. I'd never cleaned it before. Yeah. So, yeah, something happened with a previous owner, and I found the leash. Well, I mean, that was on the weekend, but I would have, if we talked about this last week, who had the most exciting thing happen to them during the week last week, I think I would have won that because I got chased by a goose, Bryce. A goose. Wow. A Canadian Goose, jerk bird. There's no way you can look cool or manly or tough when you're fleeing from a bird. Oh, my God. And where it happened, too, is 
there's all these really, really expensive houses in a gated community. <laughs> and I was walking around the paved path behind all these houses. These houses all look out over a, a creek called Black Mud Creek Ravine. It's beautiful. beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Stunning. So they're probably watching the schleppy looking guy walking by, minding his own business. And I come down this little hill and there's a goose standing on the path. And I'm thinking to myself, I pay taxes. I have a job. This I get off this path. He was not moving. He I got closer and closer, but and then I started doing this, like clapping my hands. To, and he ran at me. Like I could see his goose. Do you know they have teeth in there? No, I did not know they have it's teeth. It's like this sharp, ridgy. I got that close to it. And uh, I could see his goose tongue, which was disgusting. <laughs> and he was barking at me or whatever they do. And I actually had to turn and flee. I had to run. I like to think that one of those houses, <laughs> they obviously had one hand on the phone to call security because who are you to be walking on their path? Exactly. I don't live in that neighborhood. And then uh, they see this goose start attacking you and they just put that phone back down on the receiver. And they're like, okay. This will take care of itself. Yeah, nature's taking care of itself. <laughs> but I thought I was going to be able to do the back pedal away, like, whoa, lighten up, like that kind of <laughs> No, I had to turn and actually run. It was brutal. It was humiliating. It is. Oh. Running away from a goose is the same as running away from a bee. You just can't look tough doing it. So I started thinking, would it have been better for your image? If you had just taken the beating from the bird and continued on your way? I feel like I could take the bird. I feel like a goose can't be that tough. Well, everybody, when we first told this story, everybody's like, their wings, they will break your legs. How could a goose's wing break your leg? Like, can he hold a baseball bat and swing that? Oh, I never thought about that. Because that I could see. It just hitting you with its wing. How does that break a bone? Yeah, I'd pick it up by its... I would hammer toss that goose. The only difference between that and the dog, though, is the goose would just start flying like it would come out of it looking like a hero, whereas I would just look like a guy who threw a majestic bird. That would be funny. Grab a goose by its long, <clears throat> elegant neck and throw it into a tree. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, uh, so don't do that. Uh, Respect the birds. This is from Todd. I was out for a run one day, cute little muskrat on the path. Don't worry, he'll move. That was the last thought before that little bugger full-on went for my ankles. Oh. I backpedaled like a lunatic and entered full retreat. It must have been hilarious to anybody who saw that. Yeah, muskrat, they're adorable, but I didn't think they attacked. I didn't think that's where that story was going. No. I thought he was going to say it didn't move, and so it went squish under my shoe. Ooh. But no one said it was a jerk. A couple of weeks ago, just as all the geese were returning, I was driving over a bridge. A goose flew up and tried to land on the railing, slipped on the railing. Oh, that'd be good. This was happening just as I was driving by. He slipped off and flew right into my windshield and cracked it. Boo bird. Ooh. Wow. Goose versus windshield. Yeah. I assume he didn't walk that one off and he probably needed a new windshield. That that would just make that that bird angrier. Those things are angry. Yeah. I remember once I was on a golf course, because that's what I do with my free time. <laughs> I hit golf. Yeah. And uh, I hit a ball in the sand trap, which is rare. Normally, I'm in the fairway. Uh, <laughs> but I go into the sand trap to get the ball, and there was a goose in there who was not letting me near that ball. Probably had an egg in there. It was a $5 Callaway. I wasn't going to give up. And two strokes. So like you, I had to play chicken with a goose and try and get that ball back. I was successful because I'm brave, but uh, yeah. that's just me. I don't know that, like, would a goose bite? Would it hurt? 
I wouldn't think so. They don't look tough. Huh. Andrew says, <laughs> if you get bitten by a goose, you have to pee on the bite. Oh. But only after drinking a Molson Canadian first. Wow. So I've heard that about stingrays, that you pee on the bite. The sting. Nature's beautiful. Uh, can we grab this one? Hello? I'm hearing your conversation about the goose. Yeah, could I survive a goose bite? Like, should I have saved my self-respect and dignity and just taken, let the goose bite me? Or did I do the right thing by running away? I feel like you did the right thing. I've never been bitten by a goose, but this is many years ago. I was driving out in the country to go see my sister and slowed down along the gravel road because there's a goose with her little baby goslings. And as I slowed down so as to not dust her out, she came out and pecked the side of my car and left dents in the door. Wow. So I'm going to say they probably hurt. Those birds are just... (laughs) I thought so at the time. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I wonder... I don't know. This was like one o'clock in the afternoon that it happened. Well, although everybody's home, so I probably did have an audience. I wonder if everybody in their homes had a good laugh at me running away from a goose. I have to say I probably would. Yeah, I think I probably would too. Yeah. So I think the moral of the story is that if you encounter a goose, you're best to do what you did and run away like a sissy girl. But if you want to look cool, fight a goose. I don't think you're going to win either way. (laughs) You're just gonna look. You're just gonna look like the guy who fought a bird. And can we just like? I know most people are on the same page, but it's not across the board that the Canadian goose is an absolute ass of a bird. Oh my god, I couldn't agree more. That we should be embarrassed that we are associated with this bird, and maybe we should be starting the petition to have the Canadian part removed from their name. Ooh, oh, I like that idea. Yeah, we can put that Canadian. Uh, named to better use with some other animal that's not a wang. We only got two chairs, but maybe if you ask nice, you can sit on Bryce's lap. It's the Lawn Chair Profits. Garner, it's nothing but laughter and fun times at my household these days. Is it? As I mentioned before, I was on my roof this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was super exciting. And uh, I've been waiting around giddy as a schoolgirl for days because I'm anticipating uh, a package in the mail. Oh, of exciting things, Bryce? Oh, it's exciting. What kinds of things are you looking? What are you waiting for? Like a a unicycle? I got a pair of jeans on the way. Boring. I bought some cheap sunglasses that I'm anticipating. Boring. And I have some samples for blinds. Holy crap. Oh, baby. (laughs) It's getting crazy right now. Uh, I wish I had something to look forward to, like window covering samples. I got nothing, though. It's become the only thing I look forward to now is when I go to the mailbox every day and I'm like, Are the window samples here yet? So far, they haven't been. It's been very disappointing. But maybe today's the day. Well, even the post office is saying that they are backlogged. Like, they they say there's so many people buying stuff online right now that it's like Christmas time in in the amount of packages they have to deliver. So everybody needs to be patient. Everybody. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm doing a lot of that, buying things I don't really need. Yeah. I bought two pairs of sunglasses. Really? Nice ones? I hope so. Uh, Somebody just said, my vegetable peeler broke mid-peel, ordered a new one a week ago. It hasn't even shipped yet. So you're having to eat carrots with the peel on them? Gross. (laughs) What are you, a baboon? Oh, man, an apple with the skin on it? (laughs) (laughs) I always eat the skin. You know what? When I was a kid, I think back to that, there were certain kids that would come to school and you'd see them take their lunch out and their mom loved them enough that they peeled their apple for them. 
Like there was no skin on their apple. You probably come from one of those houses. No, I eat your the mom whole- probably peeled your apple for cut it into sections. I had to eat it like an old man. I ate the apple skins. Yeah. You know who I didn't like was the people who wanted the uh, crust cut off of their breads. <laughs> yeah. Why? Just eat it. It's the same thing. Yeah, just it's eat. just the harder part of the bread. It's the chewy outer layer. It's delicious. Like how do you like one part of the bread but not the other? Those yeah. people can go to hell. Uh, I ordered picture frames a month ago. They just arrived on Friday, and I was so excited to open them that immediately left them all laying out on the floor because I forgot to order nails to hang them on the wall. That's going to be another few weeks. What? I feel like nails are something that everybody has. Everybody, or at least you could ask a friend for a few nails. They probably have a few nails they could spare you and it wouldn't ruin them financially. You can come look at the tires on my car. They're usually full of nails. Yeah, pull them out of there. Yeah. Who doesn't have nails? Also, stores that sell nails are still open. Why would why would you wait three weeks for nails? Just go buy a pack. You could have them in 10 minutes. What are the chances, though, that this person, if they don't have nails, what are the chances they even have a hammer? What are they going to use? The end of a boot? <laughs> Punch him, Punch him in. Punch him in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Garner, Bryce, I'm waiting for my three-year-old daughter's replacement glasses in the mail. The dog ate her $250 ones Whoops. that were one month old. First ever pair of glasses, and she needs super strong lenses, so they need to be special ordered. Super fun having a half-blind three-year-old roaming around during social distancing. Books, coloring pages, even screens are difficult at this point. Crystal. Well, Crystal, you could be a super mom and you could make her some glasses. Yeah, homemade glasses. Yeah, the worst that could happen. Take some of those, um, the glasses that you got from the gas station or fast food promotion back in the 70s, because you probably still have those. Just bust the bottoms out of those. Turn them into glasses. Very handsome. You know, I've always wondered is how do they get young kids' glasses prescriptions? When you get your eyes tested, you have to do a million What's better, one or two, one or two? And you have to go through it a million times. How do they get like a three? How does a three-year-old go through that test? I like them both. They don't know what's better and what's worse. They can't read the bottom line. Well, I guess the answer to all of this is no more glasses for children. (laughs) You're just going to have to walk around bumping into stuff until you're 18. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Why do kids have glasses? (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Uh, this is from Dean. I'm really looking forward to touching my face without freaking out. Okay. Oh, that'll be a beautiful day. I'm looking forward to touching his face too. It's amazing how much we touch our faces as I touch my face as I say that. Yeah. As much as we've been told to not touch our face, I touch my face all the time. I'm going to need a chemical peel. I asked this question the other day too, totally unrelated to what we're talking about right now. But Bryce, you come from a household uh, where you live with your best girl, mm-hmm. and you're not married. So obviously they have a two-bedroom. Obviously. How many face masks are going on at your house? I've only seen a couple. It's horrifying. I got invited to partake in one. Did I declined. you do it? Oh, okay. No, I have not. But uh, there's only been a couple. I thought there'd be a lot more. Well, I live with my beautiful, beautiful wife and two teenage daughters, gifted teenage daughters. Of course. It's like there's always a face mask in my house. Like somebody's always doing a face mask. And I've seen the ones that look like mud. I've seen the black ones, the brown ones, the white ones, but the horrifying one, the other, I came home and somebody had a silver one on. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is that? That's not a natural skin color. 
Maybe that's what it was. But it looked like some sort of space freak. No, I've never never done a face mask and yeah. hopefully never will. Anyway, if somebody wants to uh, let me know how many face masks per week is a normal amount of face masks, I'd really, really appreciate that. I know that there are people, someone we used to work with, who seems to do a face mask daily. At a certain point, your face is just going to fall off, isn't it? Yeah. It'll just be stuck in the mask you peel off. Yeah, you're going to peel off your mask and all the skin's going to come with it. Oh, I think we got her on the line. Bryce, we got to talk to this person right here. This is a gooder. Hi, Garner. How are you? I'm doing great. I can't tell, though, whether uh, you're just think- making things worse for Canada Post or if, <laughs> or if this is awesome. You know, I never thought of it that way. Um, we uh, just, we, Kimmy and I, we just, Exchange Let me just quickly read your your text message you sent me. It says, Uh Hey, Garner, I'm waiting for a letter from my friend who lives about 10 minutes from me. We started writing to each other since we're both stationary junkies. It's so much fun reading those letters. So what's your friend's name? Kimmy. And what's your name? Barbara. Okay, Barbara and Kimmy. So you're both really into paper and pens and... Um, yeah, I know it's weird, but yeah, we're like, I just, yeah, stationary junkies. That's what we call ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people, that's a, that's a hobby that a lot of us don't really know a lot about, but there are a lot of people (laughs) into, like there's YouTube channels about stationary. Yeah. I'm not that much into it. I don't dwell into YouTube in regards to stationary, but Every well, my husband's <laughs> laughing here and uh, disagreeing with me. I haven't. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's it's nice to have that nice like new pen and the nice crisp piece of paper that's specifically made for one particular occasion. Yeah. You know, like writing on that particular time of year or something like that. Yeah, it's just So so Barbara, <laughs> walk us through a typical letter to Kimmy. What uh, if you were sitting down right now and you were writing Kimmy a letter? What would you be telling her? Just everyday stuff, just mm-hmm. stuff that you would normally chat about over the phone. I hope it never is like, uh, "Hey, Kimmy, it's Barbara. You know, from down the street. Please call nine one one. I think I'm having a heart attack." Hopefully <laughs> <Fully> not. <laughs> no, yeah. we'll pick up the phone at that point. <laughs> okay, good. You promise me you'll do that? Yeah, I promise. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, Barbara, thank you very much. You're nothing short of a delight, and I hope you keep writing letters to your friend. This is this is awesome. I mean that. I'm glad that you like it. Okay. You have a good day, okay? Thanks. You too, Garner. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God, Kimmy. I just drank poison. <laughs> There's a murderer in my house. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Scratch, 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 scratch. Lick, seal. <laughs> Writing letters to a friend. Uh, There's something charming about it, but at the same time, it's like five pages of, Hi, Kimmy, how are you? I am fine. Today, I had lettuce on my sandwich at lunch. Like, what are you going to be talking about? The person lives down the street. Yeah, and you're doing nothing. We've talked about how boring our lives are right now, so eventually you're going to run out of things to talk about. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty excited about the oil and filter I ordered. I'm going to attempt to do my own oil change, Nick. Good luck, Nick. Wow. This is where we're at as a society. Excited Uh, to change our oil. I'm waiting for a tripod and some lighting for my Lego stop-motion animation videos. (laughs) Don't put that in your dating profile. Wow. Can you imagine knowing someone, and then all of a sudden one day they want you to watch their stop-motion animation project that they've been working on? Oof. 
That'd be the longest five minutes of my life. Yeah, five minutes that took them three and a half years <laughs> of working on it four hours per night. And it's just like a guy who moves his arms? Yeah, there's no story or anything. It's just a Lego man walking across a piece of white paper. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for my wedding dress in the mail. Eh, no biggie, you're not going to get married anyway. Oh, my. Well, no, I mean, pff, not right away. What's, oh, what's oh, the rush? Because of the pandemic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that? <laughs> I thought you just meant because of their personality. Eh. Oh, listen to this one. Okay. I'm waiting on a portable infrared sauna. The place I was going to is closed now, so I decided to splurge and buy my own. They are amazing for pain and inflammation. And yes, I will look absolutely ridiculous like an upright turtle. Do yourself a favor if you have never done a Google image search of portable personal sauna. Fantastic. Have you ever seen them? No. It's like a tent you sit in. You can't see any body parts and just your head sticks out. <laughs> you know how your great grandma had a cover for her toaster? That's what they look like. They look like your head is the toast peeking out of the top, but your grandma left the cover on the toaster. Some of the new fancy ones have little slits in the front so you can poke your hands out and look at your phone while you're sitting in your sauna. But, um, oh my God, if you need, like maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you're broke. Maybe your relationship is on the rocks because of too much time with your loved one while you're in isolation. Uh, you know what'll wash away all your cares? A Google image search, personal saunas. Uh, okay, you get the final word on this. What are you waiting for? Hi, Garner. Hello. Hi. I want to tell you what I'm waiting for in the mail. Okay, here we go. Is this going to be really, really exciting? Because this is all I have left now is living vicariously through you. Okay, so you know what? I'm a librarian, so it is exciting for me. A Dewey Decimal System t-shirt. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It's a Hunger Game prequel. Oh, when does that come out? That comes out May 19th. I can't wait. So until then, you're just reading cereal boxes and... Yeah, yeah, yeah because I have nothing else. <clears throat> Nerd. <laughs> Nerd, nerd alert. <laughs> Books. You're listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's like radio, but on the internet. Garner, you know what's not being talked about enough during this pandemic? These trying times? How we're all in this together? Well, we are all in this together. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, uh, that it's now more than never? This is the new normal? Yeah, the new normal. I don't feel like people are talking about that. Uh, but what people are not talking about enough is how it's bringing lovers together. Mm. We've talked about how it could be pushing some apart because, frankly, too much time together. But it could be reuniting lovers. Oh, you know what? I read about this. It's given people time to think. Past mistakes. Maybe that mistake was letting a sweetie go. Well, I did read something over the weekend because I was having a super exciting weekend. And it was a relationship expert. I don't know how one becomes a relationship expert. Well, you're looking at one. Yeah. Sure. You've been through enough. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging. <clears throat> Sorry, that probably hurt. That stung. Um, no, the uh, relationship expert was saying resist all temptation to reach out to exes right now. There's a reason why it didn't work out. You're just lonely right now, and once this is all over, you're just going to be back in the same rut you were in with that person before. Yeah, apparently there is an epidemic of people who have just been sitting around being like, you know what? 
maybe me and Susie were good together. Yeah. And then they're reaching out, doing the hey, you up type thing. Well, listen to this one. We got this one. Uh, hey, boys, I'm wondering if there are other people out there who have received texts or calls from exes because COVID has given them all all this time to think. And I'm mm. doing air quotes. And now want to get back together. I've had this twice now. Wow. And I've had to block the numbers. It's a weird vibe, especially since I'm married. Ooh. Well, how far back do these people go or how quickly do you jump into marriage? Maybe yeah. that's the question I should be asking. Yeah, I would think when you're contemplating getting back together with an ex, it'd be an ex of the last six months or so. Yeah. When not- clearly this person's had enough time to move on. Get go enter a courtship. <laughs> get married. <laughs> go through an engagement, then get married. That enough time has passed that that's just sad. Oh, wow. That's just real sad. Uh, somebody else, resist going back to your ex, huh? Yesterday I was supporting a local coffee shop with my lady friend. Ooh. I hate that term. Every, You know how we all have that one creepy uncle? Everybody has a creepy uncle. I guarantee you at one point in his life, your creepy uncle has referred to his girlfriend as his lady friend or his lover. Super romantic. Anyway, uh, yesterday I was supporting a local coffee shop with my lady friend. As we were there, my ex from a few years ago walked in. We talked briefly. It was fine only to have her slide into my DMs a few hours later, LOL. Oh, my. Nobody has ever slid into my DMs. I was just thinking that, uh, like that one person who said they've had two different exes yeah. reach out to them lately. I've had zero. And what does that say about me? Am I not a desirable piece of meat that people can't be yearning for me as they sit alone in their apartments? Yeah, it just means, Bryce, that uh, you're incapable of being loved. Wow. Yeah. So maybe this says more about me than it does about them. Uh, somebody else, OMG. Oh, did I actually say that? Mm, sounds natural. Uh, OMG, it's not just me then. Saturday night, midnight, I got a message from my ex. We split up 18 months ago, called off our wedding Ooh. because he wanted to see what else was out there. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, now, like that other person, he's had a chance to think about it. Well, Stephen, I've had 18 months to think about the pain, heartbreak, and humiliation you caused me by bailing on our wedding. You really think I'm getting back together with you? LOL. I love how they used OMG, LOL, and they called this person out by name, Stephen. Well, Stephen, I think I speak for everyone when I say, you're a scumbag. Yeah, calling off a wedding like that so you could see what other fish are in the pond. I sort of feel like if you walk away from a wedding, like if you are the reason the wedding is called off, there's no future with that person for you. Like there's no way you can redeem yourself to win your way back into that relationship again. Especially when the reason you left was to see what else is out there. Yeah. <laughs> what other babes can I get? <laughs> I could probably totally wheel some honeys. I'm out of here. <laughs> You're holding me back. You're an anchor. 18 months later, go back. Ooh, stand your ground, girl. You're better than him. Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits enjoy catering by that weird dude down the hall. (laughs) He smells. 